please. Hello, Angels. What's your problem? Your power will not last much longer. And the Angels will be with you shortly. Sorry, sir. Why are you telling me this? There's something the Angels are very keen you should know before the end. Which is? I died in fear. I'm sorry? You told me my fear would keep me alive. But I died afraid, in pain and alone. You made me trust you, and when it mattered, you let me down. Sorry, sir. The angels were very keen for you to know that. Well, then, the angels have made their second mistake because I'm not going to let that pass. I'm sorry you're dead, Bob, but I swear to whatever is left of you, they will be sorrier. But you're trapped, sir. And about to die. Yeah, trapped. And you know what? Speaking of traps, this trap's got a great big mistake in it. A great big whopping mistake. All mistakes, sir. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Always. You lot, trust me. Sir, two more incoming. We have faith, sir. Then give me your gun. I'm about to do something incredibly stupid and dangerous when I do. Jump! Jump where? Oh, just jump as you can. Come on, leave a faith, Bishop, on my signal. What signal? You won't miss it. Sorry, can I ask again? You mentioned a mistake with me. Oh, big, big mistake. Really huge. Didn't anyone ever tell you there's one thing you never put in a trap if you're smart, if you value your continued existence, if you have any plans about seeing tomorrow, there's one thing you never, ever put in a trap. And what would that be, sir? Me. Welcome to Into the Time Vortex podcast. We're talking about Doctor Who, and we'll be talking about a two-part episode called The Time of the Angels. Time of Angels, and Flesh and Stone. I am Ken. Jeff. Julia. This is uh, an episode with Matt Smith as the Doctor. So, so. this is uh, the, the Doctor and Amy find the wreck of a Byzantium spaceship where there is a weeping angel hidden. And River Song is hunting the weeping angel. So this is... Uh, Second appearance of River Song? Yes. She was in Silence in the Library. And this is her second appearance. So, Weeping Angels again. Yes, so, um. The Weeping Angels were absolutely fantastic in their first appearance. In Blink. In Blink. Mm -hmm. I thought this episode was excellent. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's a real little. No, I'm not being sarcastic. I, I didn't hate it. I, I found River Song annoying. Oh, oh she's yeah. annoying. I, I don't like River Song at all. <laughs> <laughs> not a fan of River Song. It says right here. But, um,. Well, she gets worse. <laughs> she this episode is not that bad with no, her. No, but she's, what I don't like is I don't like it when it, she's like wink, wink. I know more than you. Yeah, I, I, like I, the I, beginning sequence. Yes, when she's and they're in the museum and they find that block thing, and it's in Gallifrey, and he reads it because she wrote, "I'm going to be at such and such a place at this time. You need to do this so yeah. I can escape to the, the ship." And she's looking in in the video recorder she's winking and going hi it's me i'm like i hate i hate when that show does that so she do that was like time. floating in space 
dead for how long until he finally showed up? No, no, no. No, he went. She went out into out right out of the ship. Right. Yeah, but all that stuff. No, she had to crash. They had to find the recorder, put it in the museum. Didn't you see at the beginning? It said twelve thousand years earlier. Yeah, I know. No, but she, they use time travel, and he finds the t exact time that he, she gets ejected out into the space. Into out of the space. She ejects herself. Yeah. Assuming that he's going to be, be there. there. And he, but, but and because he has the message, he can do that. Right, and because she travels backwards to his timeline. But they still had to wait for that ship to crash, for that bomb. No, they. Got, she got off the ship. Then the ship crashed. Yeah. But in that whole time, yeah, it was kind of like. Well, anyhow. What if he just ignored it and she'd be floating in space dead, which would have been. Well, well it would have been a very short episode. He, he would have ignored it for a while. He could have ignored it for 10 years and then finally said, well, I better go back and do it. And if he, as long as he's back at that right exact time, he'll always catch her. Hmm. So. Too bad he missed. Yeah, well, anyhow. <laughs> no, I didn't like that opening either. I thought she was better throughout the rest of the episode, but. They kept, this was one of those episodes they kept saying, you know, you didn't tell him who you really are, and it's like, you know, okay, enough of that. Just do the story and forget about that. And that, that bothered me. Now you're, you're starting yeah, to, the you, you got me. Tell him what you did, why you were in prison, blah, blah, Yeah, blah. I hate that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, I do not Much like Ribasan. Wink, wink, hey, there's more stuff coming Yeah, I don't us. like Ribasan in this, but. Yeah, but she's very coy, and I don't like it when people are coy. I thought you used to like Ribasan. No. Okay. No, not really. Okay. No, I found this whole, this is why I want to do Matt Smith in order, because it, the storyline is so confusing, because she, and she makes it, well, not her, but the, peop, the person writing her makes it more confusing. This one in particular, or just the whole thing? The whole storyline, the whole yeah. River Song storyline, I find far too confusing. That like it doesn't need to be that confusing. Well, I, I think the producer sits back and says, "Ha, ah, I'm gonna get them. How am I gonna do this? I'll do something that no one will predict." And yeah, you're right. No one will predict that because no one would would think that stupid of an idea. Well, it's the daughter of Amy. Oh, okay, whatever. But uh, that's not that hasn't happened yet. We're still in the good. The kind of good old days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I I like the um, oh Jorah Mormont from Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. The actor. I don't think I wrote it down. Um. Oh, the, the guy who played. Uh, the guy who plays Jorah on Game of Thrones. I can never remember the actor's name. Ian Glenn. Oh, Bishop Octavian. Yeah. yeah. I, I like him yeah, as an actor, and I, and I thought he was good in this, and I thought it was interesting uh, that they're all clerics and bishops, and, you know, the church has evolved. Yeah, <laughs> they're all soldiers. I thought that was, that was good. And I did not understand why the image that she caught on video became an angel when... Sally Sparrow had pictures of the angels, and they didn't become angels. Were they? Well, this was video, though. Was that the difference? No, it said in that book they was reading a picture of an angel. What, what did she have pictures angel. of? She had pictures of the angels. From she where? She had photographs 
from the um the ones that were that were at the house mm -hmm. or yeah and i know he said they were scavengers and barely whatever maybe she didn't spend a lot of time looking at the photos amy mm -hmm. was looking at the video staring at it and that's how it got out because through amy's eyes mm -hmm. when they explain that at some point somehow yeah it that's a good point because then when they're looking at the book he says why aren't there any pictures and they get to a point that says a picture of an angel is an angel. An image of an angel becomes an angel. Yeah. Yeah. But you have to look at it. But you've took taken a picture of it. Yeah, but you, I don't Eventually think she, said, she just, was handing them out to, to, she gave them to the doctor. Well, then, uh, but they weren't staring at it like Amy was with the video. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I, that's, that's my guess. I, I, you know. They move so quickly, it shouldn't matter. It just yeah. takes one glance. Well, it took a while for it to come out of the video. It wasn't, it didn't. You know, it wasn't just it needed to form out of that first. I thought that whole scene was creepy. If you if you don't if you ignore the uh, science behind it, <laughs> I, I thought that was creepy. How it just it was you know it goes back and it, and it reminded me of the original time that they appeared and you know for the most part I thought they they handled the angels really well where they were forming. Becoming angels, oh, the older ones there. Well, they were just yeah. kind of like you know, they were half formed, and then they were like, Wait a minute, they're, they're supposed to have two heads, you know, and these only have one, which means they're forming angels and not, you know, they're not statues from the destruction, they're they're angels and stuff, right. which I thought was kind of well done. And I liked Angel Bob, mm -hmm. yeah, that was good. Oh, Bob's dead. We're just using his vocal cords. <laughs> and that's Moffat. I mean, he he does that all the time where people who are talking are dead. I mean, he did that in the previous one with the uh, Riverside one with the uh, library one where there were people were talking, but they weren't really talking. And just kind of oh, yeah. The Vashon around. He kind of does stuff like that. Uh... I thought there was really great, really great writing in this. The video, um, I, I did mention that I, even though it's kind of silly I, and I don't like River, I thought the River Escape was kind of how it was structured was was kind of well written, even though it's kind of like ugh, not that again. Um, and the whole thing with Amy starting to become, you, you know. She starts her countdown and everything, which is kind of silly. He's but got the angel reflection in her eye. Yeah, and then sand's coming out or whatever. Yeah, because the picture of an angel is an angel. But I thought that was okay. Um, uh, and then there's the crack and all that. Well, I didn't like that. I don't like any of the ongoing things. And when I think of stories, Mr. Moffat, I think of stories individually. I don't think of them linked to the main theme. So I don't sit there waiting for the crack to appear. And when the crack appears, I don't go, <gasps> So, Mr. Moffat, you failed on your attempts to try to incorporate those. When Rose appeared in that episode and went, uh, yeah, I, I didn't care. I thought it was horrible. But, anyways. <laughs> uh, I thought the cliffhanger was fantastic. Oh, he shoots up at the where he says one thing. You know, one thing you don't put in a trap is me or whatever, and he, he shoots that flare off. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, that was a good speech. He's good in this. 
Matt Smith. I think he is. He's, he's a very little, good. A little frenetic at times. Like I, I, there was definitely a stark difference between how quickly he speaks compared to the old Who episodes. Yeah. You know, I really noticed it because I watched them. Like I watched, I watched Spearhead like Thursday, and then I watched this, and and I was like, wow. <laughs> well, the show is fast paced and. I read somewhere where they hired some of these actors and actresses because they can talk fast, because oh. they have so much script to do in 45 minutes. Whereas they don't have used to now. You know, they used to have a half an hour or a, a, an hour and a half. So they they have to. Blah, 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 blah. And if you think about it, when you think of like Claire and and some of these companions, they talk really fast, and uh, maybe they slowed it down for Capaldi a little bit, but. Um, no, he has his moments of, of, yeah. of talking pretty quickly, um, it, you know, to the point where I had to sort of rewind a little bit to catch it, what he was saying, because it was so quick. Yeah. Like, if there's any background noise in my, going on in my house, I couldn't really follow mm -hmm. along yeah. sometimes. Well, I like saying. that, how he, eccentric he is. He, he's sort of like, you know, he's always doing this, and he, he's um, in mid-sentence, he changes the subject and says, so, so Amy, what, you know, why are you counting down? And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And like, it's something that you're, as the viewer, you're like, "Did I? I'm the only one that spotted that, and no one else seems to make reference to it." And then finally, the doctor's like, "Oh, by the way, you, you know," and he's like, "No, he did catch it. Okay, that's good." So I mm -hmm. kind of like that. And I like his conversations with Amy to calm her down and kind of get her through the episode. And then bites her hand. <laughs> oh yeah. He bites her hand. How oh, you bit me? Yeah, your hand's not stone anymore. Let's go. <laughs> um, He's definitely more alien than David Tennant was. Mm -hmm. David Tennant was much more human. Yeah. And and so was Christopher Eccleston, more more human. Yeah, he was he was very much he kinda hated everyone. Well, but, yeah, hated, but, but he was more Well he was a cranky well, human, but yeah. he was still more human. You know, Matt Smith's doctor is much more oddball, alien, like, not human, even though he looks it. So the, um, the scene that I remember, I didn't catch it when it happened, but I, I, didn't I read it online and I went back to watch it, was the scene where he leaves Amy behind and says everything's going to be okay. He takes off. Without a jacket. With he doesn't have his jacket on, and he comes back a few seconds later with his jacket on <laughs> and says, hey, you know, look, well... I need you to remember this. Yeah. And I didn't pick up on that, but apparently that was a doctor from the future who appears from the final episode of the season, I guess. Mm -hmm. He goes back in time, and I don't know exactly what he was trying to prove, but... Um, Really? I'm going to have to go back and watch that now. Yeah, from the Pandora yeah. or whatever, the, he, the Big Bang, Big Bang. He goes back in time to a couple, well, he goes back to that point anyways. Yeah, he tells her to remember, so when he disappears, she remembers and brings him back. Remember? Oh. But at the time when we watched this episode, you're like, whatever. You know, he's just being eccentric. He just, you know, he leaves and he comes back a second later, like he forgot to say something. But people who watch the show, I mean, some people picked up on it, they're like, wait a minute, he, 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 his coat, I think, got, 
left behind? Did an angel grab his yeah, coat? Yeah, he had to get out of the coat to escape the angels. Yeah, the angels and, and so he didn't have coat. a coat at the time, but he, he had a coat when he came back, and maybe people thought it was a continuity error or something, but it was planned from the point, which was kind of clever how they did that. Yeah. And after that point, I remember watching more episodes looking for stuff like that because I thought maybe it would happen again. Because at the time, we didn't know where, what was going on. Do we actually see the statues move? No, I, I mean, the light goes out, and then, you know, because the lights are constantly flickering. So yeah, you, yeah, don't, you don't, really you don't see them all. move, but when the light comes back on, they have changed position. But there's one episode of Doctor Who where we actually see the move, where it goes like like this. And maybe it wasn't in this I one. I think but that's the final Angels maybe, Take Manhattan. Maybe. Which I Isn't thought that what was... It's called? What's it called? The, the final Angel one. With, with the fuck... A Statue of Liberty. Angels Take Manhattan? Is that no, it? No, it's Daleks <laughs> Take Manhattan. No, um, that's... Uh, Oh, it's, it's Amy's final. Yeah, it's Manhattan in the title. Or Manhattan's in the title, right? But it's angels. It's angels in, take angels in Manhattan. Something like that. <laughs> angels on Broadway. But um, yeah. Okay. So I, I thought them finally we see finally seeing the angels move. Uh, it was a little bit, uh, we didn't want to see that. Yeah, it's the Angels Take Manhattan. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. Daleks in Manhattan. Daleks don't take Manhattan. Right? It's Daleks in... They wouldn't have titled two Doctor Who stories Take Manhattan. That would have been stupid. Right? It's, I think it's Daleks in Manhattan. I don't know. Those are, that's a bad episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> but this one isn't. I thought this two-parter was... was pretty good for the most part um the whole thing with gravity and you know on the ship and everything and the oxygen supply was trees yep yep i mean it's it's not it's Which not a bad surprisingly like surprised surprise the crash and didn't catch fire the trees well it, the but the, oh, the, wait, the spaceship had ships. been there yeah they had been there that's right but still you would have thought that it had trees on it and they were inside, weren't they, the trees? They weren't outside, so how were they getting light and water? Yeah, with the ship crashed and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Self-contained. It was contained in something, and there was light in there, but who knows? So... Best not to inspect the science of Doctor Who yeah. too closely. I, I'm willing to give this episode high rankings and everything, but something happened at the end of the episode. Which that, ruined it for everyone. That made popcorn fly everywhere. Was that the crack? No, oh, it was the kiss. When Amy jumped the doctor room. They were at the right the end. Oh, in, in her room? In her room. She forced she, herself on him. And, and I was like, no. No, 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 no. And the doctor, no, I just was, I hate that. I, why does every companion have to fall in love with the doctor? But they don't. They don't. But this one did. And it was very awkward for the remainder of the time that she was there, I thought. They tried to recover from that and say, oh, no, I really am in love with Roy. Yeah, okay. Maybe. But you st why did you still have to go down that path and then say, nee, never mind, we'll go this way. Well, you still went down that path and... and it was meant to shock people and go, oh, you know, but for me, it just was like, here we go I didn't again. like that scene either. 
That was stupid. Yeah. They could have easily done away with that. And still got yeah. to the point where he realizes, oh, this is all about you, the crack, and all that, blah, blah, blah. But did she, has she forgotten about Rory about that time? Mm, no. No, because she says, well, I'm getting married in the morning. She's got her wedding dress hanging oh, up yeah. in her bedroom. So never mind. Moffat's, you didn't get away with that It one. would be more understandable if it had been, if it had happened after she forgot about Rory. Yeah. But, no, she's supposed mm -hmm. to be getting married. No, she's not very nice. Yeah, I had issues with Amy. I mean... You know, I kind of liked her, and then I didn't like her, and then I liked her, and then I, you know, I just... By the end of her run, I was much a much bigger fan of Rory than I was of Amy. Mm. Because yeah. I thought he was more realistic, especially towards the end. Like, you, you keep running off with this guy. You know, what do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's the most important person, but I'm your husband, and he shouldn't be. Yeah, I was not the, ever the biggest Amy fan. I thought there was some really good episodes she was in. I thought she was okay in this one until the end. Not her fault. And then I thought the uh, the one where the, the uh, girl who waited or whatever was excellent. But um, but I had major problems with that character throughout, especially later, where I felt like she wasn't really doing a good job acting and stuff like that. I don't think she's a very good actor, um, unfortunately. She's better when she's playing uh, bald and evil. No, she wasn't even very good then. <laughs> yes, she was. Uh, she was just hot. She bald and, e and blue and, e and evil? Evil. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if that's hot. That's more, uh, no. Maybe skirt Amy was, but, you know. Police woman Amy. Huh? Yeah, police woman Amy. Well, there was miniskirt Amy, too. There was too. lots of miniskirt Amy's. There was lots. <laughs> well, she was in miniskirts a lot. Not as much as Clara. What? Remember what you said? You told me what her, her profession was before the show came out with her character. Yes. She was, uh... Was Kiss-a-gram. 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 Well, did you... Was, it, was that what, what, it, what you heard it was and you told me about that? Or was it, I was it, was it an escort service or something? I, I just, I just, I, no, no, I, I told, that's why I told you it was. And I thought that was a horrible idea. And you're like, no, you're, no, 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 no. No, that can't be right. And it was right. That was stupid. Like, I mostly am. Well, and, and I just don't like that character and, and being a kissogram and going around and, I don't know, it's just. I think it was supposed to illustrate how uh, rootless she was because meeting the doctor as a child really screwed her up. Yeah, maybe. And, you know, having dead parents. Well, might as well go all out and have her be an escort or whatever and just, you know, go the whole nine yards. But, I mean, it's just... Well, I, I guess Kissagram is, le you know... It, that's it's legal. Step in the it right means, direction. you know, she's, she's willing to do anything. Well, how much extra money do you Well, have? she was willing to, you know, jump the doctor's bones right after that one that's before her wedding man. night, so... I'll give you... A doctor, I'll give Makes you Makes you wonder how many Kissagram guys she might have jumped the bones. Kissagram, Poor Rory. That's why I wear a short skirt for a kissogram, you know. Poor Rory. <laughs> if you only knew. Oh boy, this is degenerated. So, uh. I said one of the Matt Smith's. One of Matt Smith's best episodes was this, I thought. I have to agree. I thought he was really good in it. Yeah. And it just all goes downhill for Yeah, here. it does go downhill, so that doesn't say much, but. Um, well, at least the Moffat written ones. It's so weird because 
the, you know, when he was just the writer, hmm. when Tennant and Eccleston were there, his episodes were some of the best ones. Yeah. Some of the best ones. And then he takes over, and it's like, what happened? I mean... <clears throat> I mean, one theory is, and I hate to say this because I, <clears throat> I did not like Russell T. Davis at the time, but... Maybe Russell T. Davis reined him in and really steered him and, and was able to keep those episodes halfway on know, track. Understandable. And not fly off into ridiculosity. But when he gets control of everything, he, he controls too much and he tries to do too much. And I think he's just, you know, overall, I think a lot of fans started to see that toward the end of his reign. But um, Definitely. But I was seeing it very early on. I was having issues, not right away, but I think, you know, by the end of this first season, I was like, wait a minute here. Yeah. <clears throat> but, is there anything else about Time of the Angels and Flesh and Stone? I think we've covered it all. Okay. Consensus is it was good. Yeah, good. I mean, there's some things in it that we didn't like, but, well, the ending, I should have turned it off before that came on. I forgot <laughs> it was on there. Okay. Thanks for listening.